When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Elon Musk podcast. This is a show where we discuss the critical crossroads that shape SpaceX, Tesla, X, The Boring Company, and Neuralink. And I'm your host, Will Walden. There's a company called BYD, or BIDE for short. It's a huge automotive company, and it's on the verge of surpassing Tesla as the global leader in EV sales. Now, this is a huge change in the EV market, and this means that China is increasing its influence in the global automotive sector. Now, despite the dominance of established auto brands like Toyota, Volkswagen, General Motors, Chinese companies, notably BYD and SAIC Motor Corp, have made significant strides in the industry. Now, China has recently surpassed the United States, South Korea, and Germany in passenger car exports, contending with Japan for the global lead. Now, this is attributed to the aggressive expansion of Chinese manufacturers in the EV world. It's no longer about the size or the legacy of the company, but rather the speed of innovation and iteration. BYD's proactive approach has set a new pace in the industry, compelling others to accelerate their own advancements. And the competition between Tesla's Elon Musk and BYD's Wang is becoming increasingly evident. Musk's concerns over affordability contrast with Wang's aggressive marketing of more affordable models. Now, this competition is reshaping the EV market, with BYD offering a broader range of accessible vehicles. Now, Musk acknowledged the competitiveness of their vehicles, a significant shift from his previous dismissive stance of the company. Now, this change is due to BYD's remarkable progress in the EV sector, a realization of Wang's long-term vision for the company. And despite Bide's domestic success, the company faces challenges in international markets. Trade tensions and potential tariffs in Europe and the U.S. complicate its global expansion. Now, this is about geopolitical challenges that Chinese automakers face in exporting their models to foreign markets. Now, this can be solved if they make plants in the United States or in Europe because they don't have to import anything to those countries then. Now, Wang unlike Musk, maintains a low profile, avoiding social media and public appearances. However, his statements about Chinese brands challenging the status quo in the auto industry shows that he's confident in BYD's capabilities and the potential of the Chinese EV market. Warren Buffett has a stake in this too. Berkshire Hathaway recognized BYD's potential early, investing significantly in the company. The payoff was substantial, reflecting the company's growth and success in the EV market. And Charlie Munger, the late vice chairman of Berkshire, viewed BYD primarily as a strategic battery investment, praised the company's focus on crucial technological advancements in the EV sector, which has been pivotal in its growth. And Bide's journey began with the acquisition of a falling state-owned automaker and the launch of its first plug-in hybrid, the F3DM. Early government subsidies and BYD's unique position as a battery manufacturer aided its growth in the nascent EV market. Munger lauded Wang's leadership and engineering focus at Bide, which played a crucial role in the company's development. 
This approach differentiated Byte from its competitors and has been a key factor in the success of the company. And Byte's hiring of international talent, such as Wolfgang Egger and other notable designers, marked a shift in its approach to car design and quality. This move helped the company transition from producing basic models to more sophisticated. Competition is fueled by government subsidies here and has been a major driver of innovation in China's EV market. This intense competitive environment is expected to propel Chinese manufacturers to a significant global market share by the end of the decade. And although Tesla currently surpasses Byte in several financial metrics, analysts predicts that Byte will close these gaps significantly in the near future. Now, this projection is based on the company's continued growth and innovation. Now, Wang's personal journey, though, from a humble background to becoming a billionaire, mirrors kind of the rise of Byte. He has a relentless pursuit of growth and innovation, and it's been integral in Bide's success in its expansion in the global market. Now, Bide's strategy for maintaining its leadership position involves focusing on advanced tech, including automated driving technologies. However, the company faces very stiff competition from both established and emerging players in the EV market, such as Rivian and Tesla, of course. And Wang's response to whether Bide could rival Toyota highlights the fluid nature of the EV industry. Its success will depend on technological advancement and market responsiveness. Move really fast. Get these things out there as fast as possible and new tech to the market before anybody else. And this is how Bide will maintain its competitive edge over companies like Tesla. And as Bide assumes a leading position in the EV market, overtaking Tesla, it faces the challenges of reinventing itself over and over to stay ahead, constantly innovating. And this requires a shift in strategy from being a challenger to setting new benchmarks in the industry, being better than everybody else constantly. Now they have an ability to innovate and adapt, and that will be crucial in defining its future trajectory in defeating Tesla to be the number one selling EV brand in the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. I really do appreciate your support. If you could take a second and hit the subscribe or the follow button on whatever podcast platform that you're listening on right now, I'd greatly appreciate it. It helps out the show tremendously and you'll never miss an episode. And each episode is about 10 minutes or less to get you caught up quickly. And please, if you want to support the show even more, go to patreon.com slash stage zero. And please take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll see you tomorrow.